Welcome to Anchor Daily. In our Imago Day series, we're learning what it means to be image bearers of God. In our reading plan, we're focusing on who God is and exploring some of God's attributes. We'll also consider which characteristics are God's alone and those we're called to reflect as His image bearers. What should our response to God be, knowing that He is the only self-existent one? Hi, everyone. This is Aaron White. Yesterday, we heard from Sarah Landon, who shared about this attribute of God. Today, we are going to look at how we can respond knowing this truth about Him. As Sarah described, God being self-existent means He is the uncreated Creator. He was before time and is the Creator of all things. We are going to explore how our response in knowing this should be to recognize God and worship Him as Creator. Luke gives us a fitting story and sermon from Paul on this matter in the book of Acts. In Acts 17, verse 10, Paul arrives in Athens and is greatly distressed to see that the city was full of idols. He then started sharing the good news about Jesus and the resurrection in the synagogue and marketplace. The philosophers who were listening wanted to hear more, so they took Paul to the Areopagus and asked him to share more about what he was teaching. This place is where the council that oversaw civic and religious affairs of the city would meet. The Areopagus is also known as Mars Hill, and this is where Paul gives a well-known sermon. He starts by sharing how by just walking around the city, he could tell the people of Athens were very religious after seeing their many idols. He even found an altar inscribed to an unknown god. The Athenians created that altar to avoid offending any god that they had not already built a temple or altar for. Paul goes on to share with them, starting in verse 24, where it says, The God who made the world and everything in it, he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by hands. Neither is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives everyone life and breath and all things. From one man he has made every nationality to live over the whole earth and has determined their appointed times and the boundaries of where they live. He did this so that they might seek God, and perhaps they might reach out and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring." Since then, we are God's offspring, we shouldn't think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, an image fashioned by human art and imagination. In May of 2019, I had an opportunity to visit our global partner, AMG, in Greece with a group of women from Bethel. During our time there, we had the opportunity to visit Mars Hill and the Acropolis. This helps me as I picture Paul giving this sermon. See, as you are on Mars Hill, you not only have a great view of the city, but you have a clear view of the nearby Acropolis, which looms even higher. The Acropolis is where the Parthenon is located, which was a temple to the Greek goddess Athena. So as Paul is giving this message about their idols, they are standing in the shadow of a large temple to one of their gods. Paul teaches in contrast to what the Athenians understood and practiced, sharing that God is the one who made the world and everything in it, and that he does not live in temples made by human hands. Paul shared in his sermon that it is in God that we live and move and have our being. We would not be without God. Our own existence should point us back to God as creator. Jen Wilkins speaks on this in her book, None Like Him, saying, We often read Psalm 139 to bolster our self-esteem. But when Psalm 139 reflects that humans are fearfully and wonderfully made, it does so to raise our eyes from our mirrors to our creator. It's a passage about who made us before it is a passage about what he made. It is an appeal to origin-based value. What freedom is found in recognizing that only God creates? 
No longer must we labor under the delusion of our own self-importance. We need not find our value in people or possessions. It rests in our origin. We also see in other places in Psalms where David speaks of nature pointing to God, such as in chapter 19, verses 1 through 2, where he says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the expanse proclaims the work of his hands. Day after day they pour out speech, night after night they communicate knowledge. All of God's creation, nature, humans, anything we make out of materials God created, should all lead us to God. It can be easy to end up marveling at something humans have created, such as the Parthenon still standing near Mars Hill, or the latest technology being made. But all things were ultimately created by God, and we should respond by recognizing Him as Creator and worshiping Him. God, we praise you as the uncreated Creator. Thank you for all of your creation, including our own beings. Help us to recognize you as the Creator whenever we enjoy something you have made. Let us worship you in gratitude for everything you have given us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we would love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks again, family. God bless you.